Hello family, how is everyone doing? I'm hoping that everyone is doing okay as I am doing okay and I'm feeling blessed and I'm so grateful to I'm so grateful to be able to share the messages that um, the Holy Spirit has been ministering to me has been you know it's, it's, it's just a privilege just to be here and share these messages and I'm hoping that someone is is being healed someone is finding an answer or someone is just taking a step to reconnect with their father with their creator with the great I am <laughs> I'm just uh, praying that it um, you know it it, 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 it it brings light to someone it speaks life to someone and it just gives you a courage enough to live a life of purpose it just gives you a courage enough to wake up and to not be overwhelmed by everything that is happening into your life right now because remember nothing is permanent in this world and god has given us seasons so if ever you can go back to your father or to our father and ask him to reveal the season that you are going through so that you can be able to overcome whatever the situation the circumstances or whatever the challenge that you are going through right now because the answer is with god or the answer is in the word that god has given unto us so I'm just praying again that it gives comfort to someone but most importantly that I would like to see most importantly I would like to see people you know coming out and I would like to see people pursuing or seeking God for their purpose so that you can be able to live a, a life of peace you can be able to live a life that God has promised unto you and you can be able to walk into the promises of God and live a life of purpose and I believe that God will reveal a word that will align or that is aligned to your purpose so that you can be able to live each and every day of your life being filled up and you can be able to live each and every day of your life being renewed in the image and in the likeness of our father or live a life that he has purpose for you the life that he has written you know the life that he is an author so i pray that more than anything that someone out there find your purpose you know there's nothing beautiful than living your purpose there's nothing beautiful than waking up each and every day and being in the presence of god so that because remember your purpose will will make you or you will want or i don't know how to put it but there is no way that you can live a life of purpose without god there is no way that you can because remember your sustenance is in god and you know for me right now for me to be able to preach this word i cannot preach this word without spending time or without being in my father's presence because remember i said 
he ministers his own word so i cannot just come to you and speak my own mind speak my own understanding i cannot do that i need to be spending time with my father you know i need to be spending time in the presence of my father so that i can be able or he can be able to speak his word unto me because i the end of the day i am just a vessel i am just a servant and ready to hear from my father so that i can be able to give you the word that he has spoken you know he is the one who knows what you need more than me he is the one who knows how to heal you more than me so the word that he is speaking unto me and i am speaking unto you is the way that will give you whatever that you need at this present moment so it's very important that you reconnect it's very important that you go back it's very important that you seek his righteousness his uh, a kingdom is very important that you find your people so that you can live a filled life <laughs> yes so uh finding papers for me it's very important it's everything that we can never need in this life so that our lives are anchored so that our lives are rooted so that we can be able to be or to spend each and every moment with our father which is what he is requiring from us so that you can be able to surrender your life and your life can be renewed so um before we can continue family okay let us read um exodus 20 <laughs> yes you are going to the commandments and the instruction you know um before we can get to that okay previously uh or my last episode we were talking about grace we're talking about his power made perfect in our weaknesses right and now you know i'm reading reading i'm reading james 4 is it yeah i'm reading james 4 um whereby okay whereby it says submit yourself therefore to god resist the devil and he will flee from you submit yourself therefore to god resist the devil and he will flee from you you know resist the devil and he will flee from you so this is what i just wanted to share with you uh, or add um regards to the message that i was sharing with you the last time that um our his uh his power is made perfect into our weaknesses so i was just trying to understand that how does his power is being made perfect into our uh, 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 uh weaknesses so now you know this verse just says it all resist the devil so if ever you have the courage or you have the courage to resist the devil you know you are able to overcome your weakness you are able you know if ever you are pressed with this desire to do something that you know you're not supposed to be doing but you gather courage enough to be able to overpower or to be able to uh not uh end up doing the thing that you want to do that means right there at that time you are able to overcome the devil and you are able to resist or the urge 
to do something or to do sin or to do something that you are not supposed to, to to be doing so it comes from that you know he gives you the strength to overcome in your weaknesses so that is the courage to resist if ever you are able to resist the urge to do something that your deceitful nature is so hungry is so thirsty for you to do that means you are able to overcome your weaknesses and that's when his power it is made perfect in our weaknesses you being able to resist the devil and the bible you know sometimes we may think that the word in the bible or what the bible is saying is not true but everything that the bible is speaking is not true you know if ever you can resist the devil you know he will keep on coming back obviously but you keep on resisting the devil he will flee from you and he will never come back because remember he is not able to get what he wants from you and what is the point of uh, of if ever someone is not getting what they want from you what is the point in hanging around them you are going to flee away from them right so that is what is going to happen so if ever you are able to resist that's when his power is made perfect in our weaknesses that is when he becomes come our strength into our weaknesses whereby we are able to resist the desire or the thirst or the hunger to do a sin or to do or to or, or that will draw us back to our deceitful nature so that when his power is made perfect because we are able to overcome in our weaknesses and we have the courage which is our strength the courage is your strength that will speak or it's a it's it, it's a strength that will help you to overcome in terms of your weaknesses right yes i just wanted to share that so please be able to do that you have to be able to resist the devil if ever you know that this one uh, or, or this thing is gonna it's wrong and 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 something inside of you you know the weaknesses in you the thirst in you the hunger in you your deceitful nature you know the flesh just want you to you know indulge in that delicacy you know have the courage enough have the courage enough to overcome or have the courage enough to resist the devil at that time and what he will do he will flee from you so that is one thing that i just wanted to add from you before we can get into the scripture all right so let's continue so the scripture is exodus 20. so why this scripture so i was how i have been reading about uh the children of israel you know <laughs> a while back you know my friend just said you know the children of israel in the wilderness it's a mumish it's a series you know he she was just finding humor in that and i had to go back you know i had to read it again and yeah it is it just wow <laughs> but but you know you know it's um when i was reading you know the the children of israel in the wilderness you know i came to realize that they are more like us you know it, it's like us we you know the, the things that they were doing you know it, it came back to me as that you know we even people we are doing that exact thing that the children of israel they were doing you know we are doing the same thing but i will explain to you in detail okay let us read from this first so exodus 20 verse 1 we're going to start from verse 1 so it says god spoke and these were his words i am the lord your god who brought you out of egypt where you were slaves right worship no god 
but me. Do not make for yourself images of anything in heaven or on earth as in or in the water under the earth. Do not bow down to any idol or worship it because I am the Lord your God and I tolerate no rivals. I bring punishment on those who hate me and on their descendants down to the third and fourth generation. But I show my love to thousands of generations of those who love me and obey my laws. But I show my love to thousands of generations who love and obey my laws. So it's always come to that. It's always come to us loving God and it always comes to us obeying his instructions and his commandments. He says, I show love to the thousand of generations. So that is what we are going to experience. He shows us love. He gives us love so that at the end of the day, what we need to do, we need to love and obey his laws. So that is what I just wanted to share with you. Remember, we shall impress this commandment into our hearts, right? Okay, so, but for me, let's go back to um, uh, verse 2, right? When he says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt where you were slaves. That's why I just said, um, I just wanted to, um, you know, this week I have been reading um, about the children of Israel you know, in the wilderness, the things that God had done for them or the things that God was doing for them to prove himself over and over that I am your God who bought you out of Egypt in slavery. When you were in slavery, I gave you freedom. So each and every time God will perform wonders to show again, to make them realize that I am your God. It's more like God is like was trying to um and make them realize you know over and over again of who he is of who he was and who he is still is even today he is still a god of wonders he is still a god of miracles so remember i said that i just want to share with you what i realized or what i came to understand while the children of israel were in uh, in the wilderness okay so firstly remember moses okay god spoke to moses he said moses i want you to go to egypt because my children have been crying to me so it was god answering their cry he said my children are crying to me and i heard their cry so moses i'm gonna send you to egypt to free them but i'm gonna send you to pharaoh to speak to pharaoh so that he can free my children but you know moses has his a uh, 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 reservation due to that you know he spoke to god about so many things what if he won't believe you you know god has to uh continuously you know show wonders you know he 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 he, he gave moses or uh, 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 what he did he just did things to moses and said okay i'm gonna send you to pharaoh if ever pharaoh refused to believe or maybe pharaoh asked you this and that because moses was just giving god so many excuses but what if pharaoh does not listen to me who shall see his who 
sent me so god has to repeatedly explain himself and by even doing wonders so that he can be able to convince i don't know if ever he was convincing pharaoh or he was convincing moses that i am god <laughs> you know when you read the story you become like okay okay i don't know moses about you or moses is it, is god, do you want god to uh, convince you or is it about convincing pharaoh now you know just ask, ask yourself those questions i don't know how you read your bible but it's just me so i just want uh, moses you are trouble moses you are trouble okay so moving right along so after everything okay moses went to pharaoh you know god hardened pharaoh's heart so that he can be able to perform wonders and miracles so that he can be continued to convince pharaoh that he is god you know he is the god of all creation you know it was just so beautiful you know the story of israelites and uh, being freed from um there is uh, from egypt it is just so amazing it is just so beautiful you know what is amazing is the wonders what is amazing is who god is what is amazing is everything that god did for them so that they can be freed out of uh, egypt okay but the most amazing part is was for me it was when god opened or parted the red sea you know the bible says there was a pile of water on their left there was a pile of water on their right so that they can be able to cross that was amazing you know for a second i just imagined myself there you know i was just there i just wanted to experience that kind of uh, a wonder i just want to experience that miracle i was just there and i'm just you know imagining the pile of water you know there is there is me you know you know with the children of israel that's how i was imagining it and there was a huge pile of water on my right there was a huge pile of water on my left you know i, I mean if ever it was not enough for you to believe that he was god i don't think anything else will convince you otherwise because that was you know amongst the wonders and the miracles that god did uh in egypt but this was the ultimate one this was the one that will just make me fear god this was the one that will make you me worship god over and over again i will not do anything but worship god <laughs> because of that you know it was just it was so amazing it was so amazing you know even right now you know i'm just imagining that water you know i'm imagining everything that the children of Israel has to um see and had experienced the power they have experienced the power of god but you know one thing that i it gets me frustrated me i that you know i just you know when i was reading um that story you know i was just picturing my father and i'm like you know if i am frustrated i'm sure my father was frustrated because after everything that he was showing or after everything he showed uh, the miracles the wonders you know that he did for for the Israelites so that he can free them you remember god heard their cry they were crying to god and god heard them so while they were in the wilderness you know there are complaints each and every time you know i was reading each and every time they were complaining they were referenced back to egypt each and every time they were complaining for each and everything and they will always say they will end up saying but in egypt why was it always had to be like that after everything that god did for them 
you know it will frustrate me i'm sure it was frustrating god so much that after what i've done to you i am your god how much more should i do to convince you that i am still your god here you are you are working there was a cloud by day there was a a a fire a cloud of fire is it by night but still the miracles that god was showing they were not good enough for the israelites and so it got me to and to this understanding that you know I don't know why do we do this in terms of change you know most of us you know we are crying for change to god right we want to um we want to get out of whatever the situation the suffering the challenges whatever that we are going um uh, that, that is happening into our lives and each and every time we're finding ourselves crying to god you know god save me god i'm tired of living this life god this god that you are crying but now when change is coming you wish you could go back again to slavery you wish you can go back again to the life that you led uh, you know for me it it it, it gets to that it, it, it got me to that point of wanting to understand why when change has come why when change has happened into our lives or we are going through transformation of change why some of us or even most of us why do we wish we could go back are we afraid of change that much or what is wrong with a change that will make you go back or that will lead you or that will make you want to go back into your deceitful life or into your former life what will why why uh, you know i'm asking myself and now i'm thinking of a lot's wife you know lot's wife you know when they when the the angels came and say you know um god's gonna uh destroy sodom and Gomorrah, but when you go i don't want you god that, that those are those were the instructions from god don't look behind you because remember behind you is your past right so now god is taking you from something new he's taking you from old thing to something new and he said do not look back to your past do not look back to what was before because it will never be again but lord's wife couldn't he just she just had to look back of what she was leaving behind so she turned into a pillar of salt what is it that we so love in our past what is it that we so resistance to change in terms of our life and we will always go back you know we never appreciate or we never fully um live a life of change without going back and uh, and consult with our old nature you know we never really appreciate change fully but somewhere in our lives we have to go back and to consult you know we have to something had to lead us or something will make you look back to your past what is it what is it or maybe your past it is that comfortable or i don't know it did it give you comfort you know it, there are so many questions right now did your past give you comfort but you were crying for the reason why god brought you out of egypt it's because you were crying then if ever you were crying for change but when change come why do you want to go back to your past why do you want to go back to each and everything that would lead you to sin 
why do you want to go back because god is delivering you this is your deliverance this is your transformation into your new life but why now in the beginning or in the middle of that transformation into your new life you resist something new you don't want that new life you just call you had to consult into your past so that is something that i got to realize you know when i was reading the children when i was reading uh, in exodus you know the children of israel each and every time it's like they want they want to go back into their comfort they are they want to go back into their sin they want to go back to the life they used to but the, the life that they themselves they were crying to god so that happens with most of us we cry to god so much that we want change into our lives but now when god is bringing us or god is delivering us into the life of change we go back again we wish again we you know we speak in in terms of our our, our past that if ever we could go back you know things would have been like that now things have changed now we do this now that and that you understand me because you know there is no way that change won't bring something new and it will drive away your your, your habits you know your um the things that you used to it, it, it will you know it's like you are starting on a clean slate you know there will be instructions there will be commandments in terms of your new life i don't know if ever that is the thing we are resisting instructions we are resisting the commandments or each and everything that comes with our new life because everything that comes with our new life it will lead us to live a complete new life not the life that we lived before not the, the legacies we used to enjoy before in egypt but here are the children of israel they are crying for the delicacies of egypt they are crying crying back to the sinful life that they used to live in Egypt. There is no way that God can lead you into a new life and there is no instructions, there's no commandments or there's no there's nothing that uh, there has to be a new structure, right? You are building a new structure away from your habits, away from your sinful nature, away from things that you liked, away from things that made you comfortable. Now you are embarking on a journey altogether that will make you uncomfortable. But uncomfortable, but that will lead you to life. Uncomfortable, but it will lead you to the righteousness of God. Uncomfortable, but it will lead you into the heart of God. Uncomfortable, but it will lead you to where you are supposed to be because remember at that time God is removing each and every branch that does not bear fruit or that was not bearing fruit in your life God is removing them and obviously it's not easy because most uh, or, or maybe once in a while you will wish or once in a while you will want to go back into your sinful nature but that's how you overcome your weakness that's how God becomes strength in your weaknesses when you allow him because remember if ever you want change into your life you have to be able to act on that change you can never want change but you are able to or, or you allow your mind to go back into your sinful nature you allow your mind to go back into your past you allow your mind you allow everything inside of you to crave the delicacies of your past life there is no way if ever you want to bring change your life you have to be the doer of the word to bring that change into your life you have to be the doer of whatever god is instructing you so that you can be 
able to live a life that he has promised unto you and you can be able to walk into the path that he has chosen for you you know he said do not look back you are looking back at the homer but everything is burning right everything is burning because that is what you have asked god you have asked god father deliver me from this life burn everything that ever existed in my life and that did not bring me peace burn everything in my life that did not bring me into your presence burn everything into your life that uh, uh, did not um, give me a privilege to be spending time in your presence burn everything in my life that was causing suffering burn everything in your life that prohibited me to even finding your peace to even finding your love to even being finding your kingdom and your righteousness burn everything that does not bear fruit burn everything that will never even build that life that i want to build and burn everything father that will not even be an impact or be a positive impact to the to, to generation to generation burn everything father that will never even bear fruit so that even the generation to come will be able to um benefit from that fruit that's what you are saying but when that time come you are resisting the change when that time come you are resisting each and everything you are complaining you know the children of israel were complaining we're complaining so much. Why are you complaining? But that is what is happening with us. You know, we don't want this life of change. But now the life of change, when it comes, we complain so much. Why are we complaining? Because we were not happy in Egypt, right? The reason that made us cry to God is because we were not happy in Egypt. We were not at peace in Egypt. We were not free in Egypt. But now when God delivers you out of your slavery, now you want to go back again. Does it make sense? You want to go back again because you cannot handle change. Is it about that? Is it about you cannot handle change? Is it about that or because change is bringing you so much into your life that you are not even being able to enjoy or you are not even being able to crave the delicacies of your past life? You know, we, I don't know if ever we, 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 we like to be in this comfort zone so much that we don't even want to walk or to work on our salvation with fear and trembling. That is what we should be doing. We should work our our salvation and our salvation it will need you to be the doer of that word that god is speaking unto you so that you can be able to bring change or so that he can even be able to assist you to overcome and he can be able to be that strength that will be able to help you in terms of your weaknesses but you need to be open to that change you need to surrender to that change. You need to be wholeheartedly into that change. And you need to be have a willing heart. Have a willing heart to that change. And to be doing something different. Because remember, you can never be doing everything the same and accept or expect the results to be the same. Whatever that you have been doing, the results are going to be the same. But that is one something that is wrong with us again. You are doing the same thing, but at the end of the day, you want the result to be different. What is it that you're expecting to be different? Because you have not been doing anything different. When you start doing something different, then surely the results will be different. 
So everything, you know, is common to us men. You know, whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you have status, whether you don't have status, everything is common. We are going through the same thing because at the end of the day, money won't buy you peace. So all of us, we are seeking that peace. Even some of us, we don't even know how to seek or we don't even know where our peace is coming from. But our peace is coming from God. He is the only one who can give you peace. Nothing that is tangible, nothing in this world can bring you the peace that you're so longing for. So that is why everything is common to us men. Whatever that we are going through, the temptations of this world, the challenges of this world, and we are experiencing the same thing. Whether you have money, whether you don't have money, whether you have status, whether you don't have status, we are going through the same thing, all of us, everything, whatever that is common to us, man. Yes, maybe our statuses are not common. Yes, maybe the, the whatever is not common, but our problems, we are suffering from the same temptations. If ever we have sexual temptations, right? We want to be rich, we want to have money. You know, so many things we are tempted to do whatever that we think it will bring us peace into our lives. But nothing in this world can bring us peace. You know, it has been proven money cannot bring us peace. People with money, you have money, you can buy everything that you want, but you still don't have peace. You are still crying each and every day, each and every night. You have everything that money can buy. You can buy your car, you can, you know, you live in the most luxurious of houses, you know, you own houses, but still you don't have peace in your heart. You don't have peace. Nothing is complete. There is something that is will always be lacking into your life if ever you have not found peace. There will always be something. There will always be something. There will always be that one thing that is missing into your life because you are looking for peace in the wrong places. Peace, it is only found in God. So each and every one of us, we are suffering. Each and every one of us, we are going through something that is common. So that is why right now, you know, God is pleading god is calling you know there are times whereby god is calling us each and every time god is calling us into his presence god is calling us because god does not see us the way we see each other god will never class us the way we class each other you know in the eyes of god we are his children and when he gives us his word his word serve all of us regardless where you are in your status regardless where you are in your position but the word of god it serves all of us accordingly it serves all of us accordingly so whatever that you are going through god is repeatedly he has been calling out he can use people he can use situation or he can even use the word his very word to call us out of our situation to call us out of our depression to call us out of our anxiety to call us out of our fear to call us out of the dick hole dick hole that we keep on digging and digging and digging for ourselves he will call you he call us out of our diseases he calls us out of our sicknesses he calls out out of our 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 our, our sick beds you know he calls us out of our situations he calls us out of our suffering he calls us out out of each and every situation that we are going through he is doing that but at the end of the day you are the one who needs to surrender to the call you are the only one when he calls you are you gonna be able to speak like someone the way he did and say yes i am 
here I am. When will that time, when will that moment come into your life? When will that moment when God calls you and you are able to jump and say, here I am. When will that moment come into your life? What is it that God needs to do? Because for the children of Israel, God needs so many things. He did his wonders. He needs so miracles. But at the end of the day, you see the children of Israel still complaining, still complaining. So what is it that we as men want? How do we want God to call us? When will that time come when we will surrender to our Father? When will that time come whereby we will forsake all others and go into the light? When will that time come when we will cast all our anxieties and our fears to God and look unto the mountains where our help is coming from? When will that time come whereby we will just listen to the voice of God alone? When will that time whereby we will shut all the noises that are speaking into your life and will go into that room and you will shut the door? And you will be wanting to listen to the voice of God alone. When will that time come whereby you will just surrender everything? You will just surrender to God alone where your peace is coming from, where the utmost love is coming from. When is that time is gonna when will that time come into your life whereby you will go and seek the righteousness and the kingdom of God before everything else, before you can seek the other things. When will that time come? When are you going to make up your mind? When will that time come whereby you're going to start doing your father's business? Not your business, your father's business. When will that time come whereby you're going to be silent and surrender and say, Father, you are God. When will that time come whereby you're going to allow him will to reign in life whereby you will be bowed down you know as it as it isn't done in heaven when will that time come whereby we will just worship god and we'll just be you know our hearts will just be for god because the bible says we shall love him with all our hearts all our hearts not half of your heart not quarter of your heart but all of your heart when will that time come whereby you will choose him nothing but you will choose him before anything else when will that time come whereby god will come first in your life forsaking all others when will that time come what are you waiting for you know you have done it all into your life but god right now he wants to burn your sodoma and homora he wants to burn everything that didn't bring you peace into your life god wants to burn everything that you know, it led you to your suffering. You know, God wants to burn everything. The cravings, you know, of this world. God wants to burn everything. When are you going to give him the privilege? Or after he burn everything, you will, go, you will still look back. Will you still look back and pray for those delicacies? When will that time come? You know, God is calling out. God is calling out. He has been calling us out. He has never stopped calling us out. He is calling us out. But when are you going to heed to the call? When are you going to say, God, oh Father, here I am. I am tired of doing my way because my way, it has never helped me. You know, I am, it's, it's, a, it's a circle of my life. I'm going through this circle over and over again, over and over again, but I don't see any light. But God wants to end that circle of your life. 
he wants to burn it forever so that you can live a life of purpose so that you can live a life that you are destined for whereby he is the author and finisher of your faith when will that time come when are you gonna start being the doer of the word when is that time come when are you gonna bring change into your life because change it will come when you start doing or when you start doing something different or when you start doing what god has instructed and has commanded you to do when will that change come you see right now we are crying of so many things but in so many things that we are crying for we are crying to god again and when god hear our, our prayer when god give us the answers that we so looking for but now why are we going back to our evil ways why are we want to mix god with something else that had never worked for us why why we always have to bring our own understanding why we have to bring our own knowledge why we have to bring our own things into the things of god why do we have to mix these things because these things it will never mix no way they will never why can't you just allow god being god into your life why can't you just allow god alone to be god alone into your life as he says i am god alone with i god alone i god alone your father i'm the one who brought you out of egypt i lord alone i brought you out of egypt so who else do you need into your life into your deliverance into your transformation into the new life that God is leading you to who else do you need who else do you need to consult you need to go back to your cravings to your delicacies who else do you need into the life that God has planned for you you don't need anyone you only need God so family <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening, family. So may we realize that we only need God in our lives. May we realize that He is the one who brought us out of Egypt. Let us not complain on our way to the promised land, right? Let us show gratitude on our way to the promised land. Let us show appreciation on our way to a promised land. And let us not even go back wanting to consult. Let us even not even allow ourselves to be tempted beyond let us not allow that you know let us allow him to be our strength so that we can be able to overcome our weaknesses let us allow him to be the strength so that we don't give in to our temptation or we don't give in to our weaknesses and let us find our way or let us walk our way to our promised land with gratitude because remembering everything that our father had to do for us you know i was reading on this past uh, on this um on this verse that uh, uh, God kept vigil up until the children of Israel got out of Egypt, right? He, you, you know, it, it's the most amazing thing that how much God, it will just show you how much God wants us to live a life that he has destined for us, how much God wants us to live a life that he has promised to us, how much God wants us to um, live, to experience, or to even inherit what he has uh, 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 destined for us. You know, he wants us so bad for us. Even I'm sure even more than us, even more than us. So let us, you know, when he delivers you, walk with gratification. Be grateful, remembering everything that he had done. Walk with gratification into the land 
that he has promised you. Thank you, family. Thank you for listening. Up until next time, stay blessed.